0: Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark.
1: Hi everyone, how are you? This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. I'm super excited that you guys all came back. You guys are so awesome. All your support is what keeps me going This is a movement to share good news, and we are growing every single week, and now we're in a new year. This is so awesome. Welcome to podcast number 27. This is a big one, you guys, because it's our very first roundtable, also known as a good news pod session. That's right. My first roundtable, I have two awesome guests that are backed by popular demand. They were so good the first time they had to come back. And I asked them to come back together. They're here to kick off the new year with all of us. Welcome back to the podcast. My superstar husband, Jeff Clark. Hi, Jeff. Hello. Welcome. Glad to be back. Cue the applause. And our good friend, the friend who is the one who urged me to start this podcast in the first place, Mike Prendergast. Mike, it's all your fault.
2: I know, Nina. Sorry about that. Mike. <laughs> I apologize.
1: But it's great awful. job and
2: congratulations on episode 27 oh, and best of luck you. for uh, 2019.
1: I know. This is so fun, you guys, right? I didn't Welcome realize back. Mike
0: was the reason that every Saturday was spent podcasting. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> right? It's like sorry every Tim. weekend. Sorry, Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> every weekend. Now I have a new job. <laughs> so are you guys super excited to be back? Yes.
2: What? Yeah, super psyched.
1: Isn't this fun? Yes. Yeah, it
2: feels like the Howard Stern show. I know, it does.
0: <laughs> I'm just
2: trying to figure out who is which character. I just don't want to be Beatles. I'll be Robin. I'll be Robin.
1: Okay, good. Um, So, what have you guys? What have you guys been up to since you were last on the podcast, Mike?
2: Um, not much, just taking a lot of naps on the weekends, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. not, not driving my kids around anywhere. Um, you know, just kind of like hanging the, you're out you're with like my feet Uber up driver. on the ground. Yeah. You're like
1: the Uber driver. I
2: literally, yesterday course. afternoon, I should have been charging Uber rates. I would have been great. I'd have some extra spending cash well, yeah, to, uh, money.
1: to pay for yeah. all those, pay off all that Christmas debt. That's what frankly. about you, Jeff? What have you been up to?
0: More of the same. I think, uh, this is probably the highlight of my year. The second <laughs> podcast.
1: No, I think this is your third, right? Oh, it is. Or no, maybe your fourth. Because remember, everyone liked the one you did about the book. Yeah, I know, exactly. There's a lot of people writing in to have Jeff
0: back Yeah, every week.
1: I know. Well, see, I do think, even though you guys were amazing when you guys were both on, I loved having you guys on, but... The one that caught that got the most attention in 2018 was my mom. Yes, yeah, she's so, a tough
0: act to follow. I, know. I don't know. I mean, that I was know. probably the best episode out there. It was I know amazing. that was. A good I'm one. paraphrasing, but she's divine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> divine, and I, if someone wrote me on Instagram, who I don't know, and said my new favorite word that I learned from your mom is "ghastly." Oh, the best. <laughs> well, my new
2: favorite phrase for 2019 is "nothing good happens after midnight." So, Mike, that is words so of wisdom. True.
0: Nothing Goal for. 2019. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Well, so that's what we're here to talk about. So last week, I sort of helped everyone um, I- at least get the process started in terms of talking about goals, intentions, resolutions, also known as vision for the new year. And I we sort of talked about helping us all craft our vision for 2019. But why I want to start with you guys on this, and why do you even think that it's important for everyone who's listening to this to even? think about goal setting and why do you guys think why like you're both successful in your, in your lives and your work and your professional, your personal life. So why do you guys think goals are important?
0: Mike, you go ahead. I think,
2: (laughs) (laughs) thanks Jeff. Um, I think goals are important because you always have thoughts of things that you'd like to do or be or aspire to, to, to achieve. And I think, um, sometimes you get lost in your thoughts. So I think if you pinpoint goals, it's a way of sort of um, setting a, a goal post or a toll gate to get through. And, um, you know, it, it gives you something to work towards. It also, I think once you have a goal in mind and you start working towards it, you do have milestones that, that help motivate you as you go. So I think you kind of need that beacon out there of whatever that goal may be to, to head towards. Um, to help the process because i know for myself you know i'll wake up on any any day and have a hundred things that i want to accomplish which is absolutely unachievable and unrealistic so i think having a goal helps you sort of organize your thoughts as well as your actions to kind of put you on that path towards uh, towards heading to to the goal
0: yeah i think it's it's important to think about you know it as a new year's Podcast where always, you know, the goal idea comes up and New Year's resolutions, uh, which people make every year and then fail at achieving. But I do think it's interesting to think about if you I mean every day you have goals. Like mm-hmm. you set the alarm for 6 a.m. That's a goal to get up. You like have a goal to take a shower. Like if you when you're 12, you have a goal to go to college. Uh, when you're going somewhere for Thanksgiving or Christmas, you have a goal to reach your destination. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about broader goals or things that are more um, theoretical, you just have to focus on them. Like when we get in a car to drive to Virginia for Thanksgiving, like, okay, here's the map. Here's how the ways is going to take us. Our goal is to get there in under eight hours uh, if we can. (laughs) Like our goal is to only stop to go to the bathroom four times. But you have to, you know, those are important things to think about. But like we don't sit around on December 31st and be like, I'm going to get to Thanksgiving in under seven hours this year. And so, you know, but that is a goal. And so we spend our whole day, our whole lives doing things like that. And now we need to project them onto more important things. Like, how am I going to retire? And when am I going to do that?
1: Mm-hmm. No, curious if you guys do this, because this is something that I've learned with my beauty counter business. How do you, what do you guys think about sharing your goals with someone? Like, do you share them with a mentor? Do you share them with your partner, your husband, your wife? Like, what do you guys do? Do you share or do you like to keep it to yourself?
2: Yeah, it's funny. <clears throat> I've read a lot of different things about both of them. And, and for me, I prefer keeping them to myself. And and I'll share them with close family members. But it's a weird thing because sometimes I find myself, uh, if I'm losing um, traction on obtaining those goals, I'll almost use the people that I've shared those goals with is sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy because the people that I would have shared them with are going to support me probably no matter what. So I prefer not to share them because if I'm getting off track, I'll have a tendency to make myself feel better about getting off track by talking to those people and getting support from them. When meanwhile, it should be more tough love of like, hey, get back on track. So for me personally, I'm I'm more closed about my goals mm-hmm. um, than than you sharing keep them, close them broadly. To the vest. I keep okay. them close to the vest. Okay. For really, that is the really the only reason is mm-hmm. uh, not that I wouldn't want to share my goals with my friends. Like if my friends uh, or family members asked me about them, I'd be happy to share them. But I don't outwardly do it because I, I it's sometimes worry about my self discipline and and my looking for sympathy, if you mm-hmm. will, and knowing that my family's always very supportive of me. So they'll give right. me the sympathy that I'm kind of
0: coaching them to give me, if right. you
1: will. What about you, Jeff? What do you think about sharing?
0: I, I think I fall into the same camp. <laughs> I'll be a little bit more specific. It's, <laughs> it's just, I like to have some sort of uh, buffer for failure. And mm-hmm. so if you haven't told someone your goals, <laughs> then you don't accomplish them. Then guess what? Um, it's okay. No one knew about it. But I do think, and I think the reason, Nina, you do what you do with telling people is because there is accountability. Mm -hmm. I I think professionally, I have no choice uh, as to whether or not I decide to tell someone about my goals. Like That's a process that I have to go through. And there is a manager, quote unquote, that keeps that list of goals. And so um, and the reason that you do that professionally at your job is because someone at the end of the year is going to be like, you didn't reach your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there, there's, you know, and you, you know, I know I do exacerbate, you know, toward like, Oh my gosh, I only, have, I only have six more months. Oh my gosh, I only have three more months. Oh my gosh, I only have three more weeks. And so it does keep you on task. Um, and I think that, so the accountability is, is good, but I'm not sure I'd want to live my whole life with that exasperation of, of accomplishment. Right. And, right. Yeah. I think
2: the well,
1: I'm key word. You guys know I like to share. I know. So I, I, I like to share my goals.
2: <clears throat> and it's a funny thing because I think you're either one way or the other, yeah. but I think the key word is accountability. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is your best path to accountability? Mm-hmm. And I think certain people have a uh, an accountability path that is better suited by sharing with a lot of people because that's the way they motivate. And then I think other people have the the other path of it's better to keep it quiet and internal but i think those types of personalities like myself and jeff will keep ourselves accountable Mm -hmm. right i I think it's it's either one way or the other and it's sort of like what suits you best but i think you bring up a great point of like how how will you have the highest level of accountability in in your goal achievement is that sharing with others or is it just kind of keeping it under wraps Mm -hmm. and keeping your own feet to the fire
1: And I'm also a list person. I I do want to, I do have this idea that I I do want to create a vision board Mm -hmm. because I've been thinking about that for a long time. So I do want to work on that, the vision thing, because for me too, I'm very visual. I love like seeing pictures of things. I think that's really good. And some, I I learned this um, expression from someone on another podcast and I've like, i am just obsessed with it, that your vision is your reality. So I say it all the time. I think it's so good. Your vision is your reality. So if you see yourself in a certain place, you can make it happen. That's totally. I totally think that. But I also love writing lists. So that's something that I think is important.
2: I but- think that's really important because the thing with lists or vision boards, and you mentioned this in your podcast last week, it helps you take credit when credit is due, but it also keeps you on track. But I think especially when you have set some goals, you're going to have some setbacks, but you're also going to have a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. And I think generally people don't allow themselves the credit for when you have wins. So I know there's a lot of times I'll be thinking, oh my gosh, I've got so much on my to-do list. And it'll go a couple weeks and then I'll go back and look at it and then I'll start crossing off like 80 percent of it and say to myself, wow, I actually did most of this. This is fantastic. And not really realize that. And without a list or a vision board, I'd never be able to do that. I would just always be in the state of, oh, I didn't accomplish anything. I didn't accomplish anything. And I think that's a really key thing. Of taking
0: that credit when credit yes, is and due celebrating for, for Celebrating those
1: little wins. I, I agree.
0: I, it's interesting. I'm I'm a big list person and I have probably multiple lists and lists that are as long as my arm, et cetera. And I <laughs> I've recently I can't remember when I discovered this <laughs> But so the, my favorite thing about the list is crossing it off. It's like, mm-hmm. I remember growing up cutting the grass and I'd look, love to look back and see like what had been cut and what hadn't been cut. And be like, this is so cool to see that accomplishment. And so crossing things off the list is cathartic. And what I've started doing is I realize we all know that there are so many things we do that aren't on your list. And so I've actually gone and written things on my list that I've already accomplished, and then crossed them off. Because no, you look at it, it's like, oh my gosh! Like, there's 17 things I didn't do, but I did do on my list. But I did do 17 things otherwise that aren't on my list. So I'm going to write those down yep. and cross them off. Do you and ever
2: write like clean up my to do list
0: on exactly, your to do list? Yes. <laughs> write rewrite to do list. Yeah, I I think that I don't write that one down, but yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's go through Mike's formula because Mike. Um, told us about a formula that he really likes to follow it's called the v mapper v a v m a p e r yeah so mike tell us what that acronym stands for start I, with the v
2: first of all apologies for like the cheesy acronym no, but I love it's it. an that. easy way it's it a really so easy way to yeah, it's remember it's, yeah, what are exactly. they called anagrams no, it's yeah. Good. yeah yeah and, good and it's, it's funny i thing. think doing V-manner. those things makes you remember it like i'm yeah. getting too old to probably remember all that in one place unless you have that but Okay, V is uh, visualize, so I think no matter what, you have to visualize where you want to be, and I'm talking about literally envisioning yourself where you want to be, whether that's a health goal, a finance goal, a family goal. You have to put yourself in your head in that and visualize what does that actually look like and really play it out in your own head because then I think that helps put color to the whole uh goal that you have in place
1: okay so v is for visualize
2: the second is a no m oh m excuse me it's still early sorry for mike and that's motivate I, I think yes you have to start to motivate, and so many times, things that you'll read in um, self-help books are all about motivate, 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 and that's the key to success. I think it's just the beginning. I think it's one step in the process where you literally have to wake up or go to bed at night and say, I'm going to do this the next day, and motivate to, to start the actual process. Okay, And then, then the A. Activate. Activate. That's where you have to take that motivation and... Activate. You literally have to then do what it takes to start on that path, whether that's joining a gym or starting a new um, uh, health regiment, Whatever that is, you literally, you've got to activate.
1: So it's like your action plan.
2: It's your action plan, yeah. which leads okay. into the next, which is P, P. which is plan. Then I really think you've got to put an outline together that is a tried-and-true plan, which turns into a list. Now, it, they're, they're both connected. I think activating and planning are kind of one and the same, and you could switch the P to go in front of the A, mm-hmm. but then it kind of screws up the, the, the V-mapper. V-mapper, and then yeah. I can't remember it anymore, so it kinda, <laughs> so it's kind of over. But they're, they're one and the same. You have to really put a plan into place. Like, how am I going to do this? Am I going to devote an hour a day? five minutes a day, an afternoon, a week, like, wh- what am I going to do to achieve it? Okay, E. E is execute. You've got to then take V-M-A-P, and that's where, like, the, the your feet really hit the ground on that. Like, so many times people talk about, I'm motivated to do this, and I'm activated to do this, and I've got a plan. That all sounds great, but honestly, you could take a plan and put it in a drawer and, and then open it. it up 12 yeah. months later and go, oh, look at this. This sounded great. At some point, you have to be the adult in the room and and make it happen. Make you it happen. have to execute on what, what you put into place. You just have to. I love that. Um, make it
1: happen, people. Okay, what's the R for the last one? Yeah, R,
2: R is kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it's repeat. Um, so many times I think everybody puts these these goals in place um, or things you want to achieve and you kind of get down the path and you achieve it or you're you're on your way to achieving it and then you get lost because you're either exhausted from the process or you get through the process and you're like, oh, okay, cool, I did it it's not enough. You have to repeat. You got to go back to the beginning and either recheck your your original vision or goal or just continue to do it. It's a daily thing. Sure, you want to get in better shape. Great. You have three days of great workouts. Okay, cool. That's not your goal. You know, you've got to get back into the gym the next week and start again. And I think that's really one of the biggest pitfalls and toughest things is especially after the new year, everybody gets onto a good program. You have a day, a week, maybe a month of good progress. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, cool, I did it. And then other things come back in and and you get distracted or you get tired or you get discouraged. That's where you have to repeat, bring it back to the beginning and Mm -hmm. start again, whether it's a full reshuffle because you felt like you didn't achieve it or if you've achieved it, Take a little credit for it and then go back to the beginning. And I know, Nina, you talked a lot about that in your last podcast, which I loved, of taking credit for your successes. Mm-hmm. like Yeah, rel- celebrating
1: re- that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so just to recap, V mapper that Mike laid out, V is for visualize, M is for motivate, A is for activate, P is for plan, E is for execute, R is for repeat. Okay. So everyone, we're going to have this in the show notes, but I really love this plan because I'm really like, I'm actually going to put this into place and then repeat it. I love it. I love the
2: fact that you're able just to rattle it off. I know. Well, I'm like, this is
1: like really, this is like really sinking in now. Thank God. Should go on the list. Yeah. (laughs) So V mapper, it's going to go in the show notes. And now Jeff, do you have your formula ready?
0: I do. (laughs) My formula is ABC. A always B B C closing. <laughs> always be closing. <laughs> always be closing.
2: Remember, people. Oh second gosh. place is the first
0: loser. That's oh my right.
1: Gosh, you guys, the audio. Whoa! But
0: I do. I, Nina and I were laughing. We were talking about this last night. Um, but I, I mean, I know that's like a tongue-in-cheek uh, formula. But to Mike's point about repeat, like you have to always be closing. Always be closing. Like if you're not headed towards achieving then you, you know, you're, you're finished. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I laugh when I say that and I often say it actually at work and everyone laughs, but it's, but it's good to remind yourself, like you've got to get to where you're trying to go.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that's that important. Too. Yeah. That's really good. So how do you guys handle things? Because, you know, we, we love talking about good news and all this like, you know, great stuff, but let's be realistic here, right? It's not always rainbows and unicorns. So what happens this is where we're going to be serving our audience here, guys. (laughs) What happens when, what do you guys do when things don't go your way? When you miss the mark, how can you get back on track and stay motivated? Like what happens if, you know, you set a goal for yourself and then you total, it's a total miss and it's a failure. So then what do you do? Because that happens to all of us all the time. Just being realistic here, that happens to so many of us. So what do you do? How do you get back on track and like, not get bummed out and like feel like a loser.
0: I well, it doesn't really happen to me very often. So oh my no, am i you're so I, I, I like wake up every morning being Jeff's like, "Got good How news." How many times am I going to be told no today? It's like that's a morning glow. It's, it's like a, this music, da da, and then I realize that I'm waking up for a day. But uh, I mean, it's. I think it's one. You obviously have to have confidence that you can achieve what you're trying to achieve. Uh, And that's, you know, you, you drive confidence through however, however you do, that's up to the individual. But I do think it's just, you just got to keep moving forward. I I think that so much in life and like, this is a different podcast, but like, like people need to be, to learn how to be told no. I I mean, I'm in, I'm in a profession where like, I'm told no 99% of the time you just, you live for the 1% of yeses and and they're sweet when they happen but you just have to you just have to deal with it and I think that um I think it's I don't remember if it's Newton or but it like an object in motion tends to stay in motion unless acted upon by an equal and opposite force and you just need to if you're moving forward at a pace or a strength more than that which is telling you no you'll keep moving forward and so uh, you know To your point, like when you don't achieve, you're not successful. Like, there's a lot of woe is me. There's a lot of like first loser trophies in this world, and and, like it just doesn't need to happen. Like it's okay. Yeah, we're humans. No, I think we're fallible. I think it's it's like you
1: pivot and you just. I love that, Jeff. Move forward. I'm not sure about your Newton thing because I didn't do well in any of that stuff. in school. physics, (laughs) or whatever it was. I was thinking
2: that was English. So we're in the same.
1: (laughs) 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 Whatever it was, I'm just glad I just learned something new today.
2: Yeah, no, but just think about it. Like,
0: there's nothing that's stronger than you. Yeah, and so if you're moving in an opposite force axis to yeah, nothing's you. stop you. it's not stronger yeah. than you, it's not going to stop you. Yeah. Totally agree.
2: I think it's also about um, not adopting a win the battle, lose the war. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a method of goal setting where you set a big picture goal that can have details underneath it. But it's more about a big picture goal than it is about a very specific goal that I need to hit within an X amount of time. Because... To Jeff's point, I think you you have successes every day, but every single day you have setbacks as well. And um, I think if you don't have a "let's win the war" and it's okay to lose a couple battles mentality, you get off track very, very quickly. And and I know in my life I used to have that, and I've adjusted, and I now I have bigger picture goals that I'm working towards. And then you know you you take some losses every day. Um, but then you wake up the next day and you say, okay, that was yesterday, and now what am I going to do today to, right. to get back towards that total goal? And I also think it's very, very important to, to try to be realistic and unemotional, first about the losses, but then also really celebrate those wins because I, I think, especially if you're goal oriented, there's a lot of times where you just don't take enough credit for wins. Yeah. And then when you have a loss, the loss all of a sudden is like, oh my gosh, it that like overtakes you. Totally. It's the biggest thing in the world. And uh, it's, it's crazy. So, um, one example is, um, I think a great example I uh, went on a new diet program this uh, summer, and I did it. It's,
1: it's called a regime, not a diet.
0: It's a lifestyle,
1: Mike. It's a lifestyle. It's a
2: lifestyle. Like, I went on a shred, not a diet. Yeah. So I
1: love it. Yeah, tell us about the shred with so Johnny Chai, because I'm dub, like, totally into him on Instagram.
2: www.johnnychai.com, and I yeah, think it's at Chai? Johnny Chai. I C-H-A-I. Put- C-H-A-I. Yeah. Johnny
1: Chide. Look him up um, on Instagram, everyone. He's a uh, very motivating
2: trainer and a a motivation guru from the West Coast. And uh, uh, he's just has a very pragmatic and logical approach to really getting in shape from a dietary standpoint first and then second from a workout standpoint. And his whole thing is, look, if you're going to do this program, do not have a goal of saying, I want to look better in a bathing suit. He said, because if you do that, I guarantee you, One day you're going to wake up, you're going to look in the mirror once you've lost a bunch of weight and say, you know what, I don't look good in a bathing suit today. And then everything goes out the window and it's over. And he said, if you're doing that as your goal, he said, don't even do this. He said, you have to have a bigger picture goal of, I want to get healthy because I want to live a longer life so I can enjoy it with my family. Or I want to get healthy so I can live a more energetic life so that I can enjoy it with my family and friends. And I think that's a really good example of the difference between, I want to get in shape Versus I want to look good in a bathing suit. And it's a little bit of a nuance, but I think it can be applied to everything. And I think it's a really important thing because I know personally, so many times after the first of the year, you come back from a nice break and you say, I'm going to do this. And I've had goals literally within a day. They're (laughs) done.
1: Like blow up in your face.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Or within a month. And then I know by the end of January, there is some form of depression that's setting in. (laughs) Because I've missed all my goals. And I think that's really a big deal of setting bigger picture, longer term goals. Because I know we were talking about pre-podcast, like, what are your goals for 19? Honestly, I don't have any goals for 19. My goals are more about this holistic, like, I'd like to be healthier type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not really timed, but it's more of a, of an idea, if you will.
1: Right. So you're not putting a time frame on it.
2: I'm not. And then it's weird because I'm going to break my own rule there. There are certain things in there that, you know, by a certain amount of time, I'd like to do this, right. but it's not the end all be all. If I don't make that goal by the end of January, I'm okay. Um, you know, if it takes a little bit
0: longer. Yeah.
1: What about you, Jeff? Do you like putting time, a time frame on these goals, these intentions, these resolutions? Do you have something? I've learned that-
0: in my old age that unless there's just a deadline, like paying taxes, I always miss the the date goal, and so it's it. I have to keep it fluid, and also to to my point about lists, because you know you sit down and and that day you're going to accomplish this by five p.m. and instead you do two other things, so you can't beat yourself up about that. Um, you know, other than things that have dire consequences if not accomplished by a date, um, I'm, I'm much more fluid on it. And I think, and and to, also too, maybe it's because we're old, Mike, but um, or I'm old. You're younger than I am. Yeah, Mike's young. Not yeah. much. Spry. Yeah. Not by much. Very spry. Um, is is n- nowadays everything's about like long term. I mean, you know, to your point about uh, getting healthier. I'm, I think it was like two years ago. I realized that sleeping, you know, four hours a night at my age was not appropriate, and so I said, "Like, <laughs> I'm just going to start." <laughs> I'm that gonna... wasn't going to work out for It was I you. Like fell asleep <laughs> at my desk every day. Um, I so I. Well, were you looked...
2: counting those hours in <laughs> exactly the, in the count?
0: Yeah, they were. I crossed them off the list. <laughs> okay, but I. Uh, so I was like, I, I want to sleep eight hours a day. Now, if I were to say, "Have I accomplished that goal?" No. Like, I sleep seven hours a day. I sleep six hours some nights, but if you just set out to. Look, I'm doing this for health reasons. I want to sleep eight hours a day. You know what? You don't always hit the deadline, but you try to get into bed at 10 and you try to wake up at six and sometimes you go to bed at 1030 and sometimes you wake up at 545. So it, you know, but right.
1: you could even just say though, not to like put the pressure on yourself. I do this sometimes instead of saying, I want to sleep eight hours a night. What if you started with a goal of like, I just want to increase my sleep. Exactly. You that's know, even because better. then right. in yeah. a way that's like a mindset shift, like mm-hmm. at least you're hitting the goal and you're going to feel good about it. And then you can sort of build on that maybe to then eventually maybe get to the eight hours. But
2: totally
0: agree. Um, that works.
1: Yeah. Sometimes that. Well, that
0: could set me back. I might just try to sleep five hours a night. So that's not healthy.
1: <laughs> I'm just glad you're sleeping more because I, know. Honestly, that, was I guys... yeah. <laughs> that was a little crazy when you guys that was a little crazy. So is there one, is there one thing, is there, I know, you know, Mike, you don't have anything like in your mind for 2019, but is there one thing that you want to work on that you're reaching your, one of your life goals, that's something that you're going to put in place this year to help you reach this life goal? I know one of the things is health and you're obviously doing that because of Johnny Chai, but is there anything else that you're going to put in place in 2019 that might give someone else an idea out there? of something that they can work on in the new year as well?
2: It's a great question. And um, I hadn't really thought about 2019 yet. I loved in your podcast uh, last week, growth and balance. I think both of those are terrific Um, because growth can mean anything, honestly. Like you could have the smallest growth and, and really have a win. And you could also have a huge life-changing growth event in your life too, and then obviously you know get get to a different place. But I love having that mentality of I'm going to grow to be more than I was, or better than I was, or at least progress forward somehow, some way. Um, the other thing that, that you had mentioned that I think about a lot, and then my wife, Kate, makes fun of me a lot, like, good luck with that, is uh, balance. Oh, it's you know, my brutal. my Yeah, it's, like it's the... really tough. I think I've done a much better job in the past year of balancing out my life. Again, my wife will have a much different perspective I on that.
1: I think she would agree with that, because she and I talk about it a but lot. But you
0: haven't achieved your goal yet.
2: No, and I think... Yeah,
1: but, no, but you, have, you have made improvements in that. Yeah,
0: so but I... it, it has to be a very conscious
2: effort, though, and it's also, it's a very uncomfortable thing like for me for balance you know really segmenting times that you're spending on work times you're spending on your family times you're spending with friends times you're spending on you know getting yourself into better shape type of thing or or better health and fitness it's very very difficult to balance things out and just r and R. I think that's yeah. something especially with all of our, so our general so ages and the, the lifestyles that we lead with our kids I think R&R is super important for us to just kind of dial that in from a balanced mm-hmm. standpoint. You mean just
1: some time to like zone out and like
2: just least, time to chill just relax yeah Rest just relax not mm-hmm. always running around to the next sporting event the next school yeah. event the next work event the next you know yeah. friend event whatever it is mm-hmm.
1: there's that you be you there's get no downtime ca- yeah no
2: downtime you get caught up in this energy and I, I have found myself standing in my kitchen going when I've had a few hours like on a Saturday afternoon with nothing to do like Okay, what what am I gonna do now? I got to figure out something to do. Mm -hmm. And before, I would fill that time in with something. And now, I kind of recognize that and say, well, you know what? It's actually okay. Maybe just to relax for a couple hours. Right.
1: I know it almost sometimes feels weird. Right. That's a good point. I know. For an hour.
0: I know. I've, I've like felt guilty about that at times. Right. It's just Definitely so ridiculous. Feel like, wait, I just sat around for an hour reading the newspaper. Is that bad? Yeah, right. no, that doesn't work. Right. And maybe that's well,
1: No, that is good for you. I, I actually I think you need to spend more time in that infrared sauna because Jeff <laughs> loves that infrared sauna. And oh, that actually awesome. is such a great way Kelly, to do Kelly infrared sauna. Kelly at Inner Light Wellness in, in Darien, Connecticut. She was on um, in two thousand eighteen and I know Jeff loves that sauna. So that could be a good thing for you to work on in 2019. I asked for it for Christmas, but Santa didn't bring it to me. (laughs) That's okay. Jeff, there's still some time left. (laughs) Exactly. We'll talk to Kelly.
2: But I think also you bring up a really good point. Um, I think if you find something in your life that is both mentally relaxing as well as physically um, uh, beneficial – whether it's an infrared sauna or whether it's a normal steam at like the gym or it's, I don't know, I, I found acupuncture. Oh, yeah. Massage. Whatever it is, we right? We love our like, acupuncture. Whatever that something is, I think it is is very important to integrate that into your uh, mm-hmm. health regime on like a monthly basis because yeah. I, I think you get benefits both, you know, this holistic physical benefit, but then it's also this mental benefit too yeah. of kind of forcing that, That uh, uh, downtime, which is so important in in all of our hectic lives. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So before we go, you guys, um, since you both love podcasts and, you know, um, I call it um, self, not self-help, but um, like personal development, personal care, personal, personal development. So we love Instagram. We love podcasts. We love personal development. Who is there someone that you guys follow that you think everyone else should be following when it comes to like. The motivation, the goal setting, the intentions, the visualization. Obviously, we talked about Johnny Chai. Mm -hmm. So we're all going to be following him and being inspired by him and getting good ideas from him. But who else do you guys like that you want to share that might be helpful to other people that are listening?
2: I've got an eclectic group. Okay, Um, just
1: give us like your top couple ones.
2: Johnny Chai, uh, there's a business mindset on Instagram and then um, it's
1: called business mindset. I think it's
2: at business mindset. Uh, okay. We can post it. Okay, um, we'll
1: put it in the show notes.
2: And um, that's really it. You know, I, I think it's one one important thing. I think is is research and reading. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly on the lookout for good books, mm-hmm. not off the shelf. I'll call it like uh, pulp fiction motivation mm-hmm. books, but more meaningful books. Like years ago, I read the the Jack Welsh uh, book. I can't remember what the name of it was, and Former it was GE chairman, and yeah. it was terrific, good to great, good to great. Yeah, yep. good that's
0: to a, great. That's a great book.
2: And there's there's other books that are out there that I think if you if you apply a a as part of your regimen to look for things like that, mm-hmm. but. Be careful because you got to make sure they're meaningful because a lot of times you'll get halfway through a book and go, okay, this is nonsense. Yeah, so,
1: right. but, uh, yeah we want the real the real good stuff. What about you, Jeff?
0: I've recently – I guess I've always known him, but there's a fel- uh, fellow named Ryan P. Lowry. He has a podcast. I think it's called What the Fat. He's a PhD. He does like micro-podcasts, he still calls them, like 12 minutes long. Who I really like. He's he's a health what guy. What the fat is that? Yeah, F-A-T? Like WTF. But oh. what the fat? He's oh, a fat. keto guy. Um, okay. But he's he's very smart. He's young, so he's got a lot of um, energy, which is great. And he's very much about like motivation. Um, and I've just recently started listening to him a lot more. Okay. I do have two more. I, mean, I forgot. I can't
1: believe you guys aren't talking about my boyfriend, my mentor, Gary V. Like, hello, hello. Anyone is anyone listening, Gary V. He's good. Gary Vaynerchuk. If you take out, I know a lot of you are, you know, concerned because he swears a lot, but I I really don't, that doesn't bother me because I worked in a newsroom for so long when everyone swore, and I worked in a newsroom so long ago when everyone smoked in the newsroom. That's how old I am. So people were smoking and swearing, and so I'm so used to that. So I think Gary's amazing, and he actually, in addition to Mike, sitting here with me who urged me to start this pod- podcast, Gary V it's also because of him that this is all started. He's super motivating. And he also, one of his biggest things, which I really, really, it really hit me when, um, last year when George HW Bush died in 2018. And one of Gary's big things is that kindness always wins no matter what kindness always wins. And when I watched um, both the funerals for George H.W. Bush, um, it really resonated with me just how kind he was. And that's a really big, that's such a big part of his legacy. So take away the swearing that you hear on Gary Vee and just remember that his big, big thing is about being kind. And I think you guys will all learn so much from him. Mike, you had something else? I think the other thing,
2: what I do a lot is um, find people that I use as motivation and sort of the way they approach their life and and things that they do. So, of course, I'm going to give a Patriots uh, plug. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's amazing. I mean, you look at him and uh, love him or hate him. You have to respect his diligence and his, um, his approach to his physical fitness as well as uh, mental toughness, as well as consistency of delivery in his trade and in his profession. He's he's amazing. amazing. And I'm, I'm not, I, I read his book and his yep. book was, it was okay. Like, I don't think that was fantastic. It didn't do much for me. Sorry, Tom. But I think l- watching him day in, day out, week in, week out and how he approaches his life. And then I always watch his press conferences mm-hmm. again, like love the Patriots, but you got to watch the press conferences and the way he conducts himself. I, I use that as motivation in my life. And also, um, Bill uh, Belichick, cause I'll it's Bill. just yeah. an amazing approach of how
1: he, he's so prickly though. He's very
2: prickly. What aren't we all right? Um, but his approach is, this is a job. I want to have the best team on the field to execute what we need to do and what we need to do is win and it's not about any individual player on our team it's about everyone going out and doing the absolute best that you can because it's it's pretty well publicized the key phrase on the Patriots is do your job
1: mm, I love that
2: and I think it's an amazing we thing take that so into our lives. I find motivation and activation from guys like that. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing for all of us because, again, I, I get away from the canned pulp fiction of self-help books and right, more about, right. I think, as a tip, everyone should try to find motivation from anyone mm-hmm. in, in their
0: lives and, and do that on a consistent yes, basis. do
1: your job. I love that.
0: The Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. He's okay. the fellow in and St. Louis. And he's out of St. Louis? I think he's in St. Louis or somewhere in Missouri. I, I like him a lot. And he's just got a great story. So he has story. His own show, like a It's a podcast. a podcast. Yeah, it's called The Model Health Show. He's a he's a health and fitness fella. Um, and then also, too. Uh,
1: is, is fella your new word? Like I <laughs> said fella that a lot today? Like I think it's my new word.
0: <laughs> I love it. New word fellas. for 2019. And then um, <laughs> I also, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I really like um, Mark Sisson. Who does oh, the yes. primal podcast? We he's love Mark He's Sisson. a big paleo primal guy and he's a great entrepreneur as well. And that works into his podcast yes. as well.
1: And he yeah, that is very he's very primal inspiring. foods. Yes, I love that. Okay, well, you guys, this is so fun. I think we love like this di- Yeah, how'd out we how we do table. how'd we do? <laughs> the very first the very first round table. You guys, I think it's so fun, right? I love it. We're a Have couple of good fellows. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're going to call you guys the good fellows. We, we didn't do anything ghastly. Yeah, nothing ghastly, only divine. That's right, Nani. Yeah, you guys are amazing, but I love having you here at my dining room table. My superstar husband, Jeff Clark, yes. love you so much, babe. And our very good friend, Mike Prendergast. Mike, thanks for everything. You're always motivating us. And most importantly, we're all going to remember your new your new mantra. V-Mapper, V-M-A-P-E-R, the V-Mapper. It's all in the show notes. Don't forget to follow Mike's formula because I think we're all going to be successful in 2019. So thank you both so much for being here. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. I know that I would never be here without all of your support, and you guys inspire me to be a kinder, better person every single day, just like George H.W. Bush. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can find me on iTunes, please be sure to subscribe, rate and review my podcast. And guess what? Please tell your friends to listen too, because that is what it's all about. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community here in the audio space. For now, I'm your host, Nina Clark. Please find me on Instagram because you guys know for now the Instagram is my jam. Thanks again for listening and let's keep being awesome.